Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Oh yeah, what's up internet? Welcome to Gaming Gumbo, Ready Check Radio's weekly gaming wrap-up show. It's Saturday, it's 7pm Eastern, and that means we are live. Twitch.tv slash readycheckradio if you want to make it live. If you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, head on over to the website you see below, readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O. And in the upper right, all the socials are there. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Spotify, all of it. Click it all, follow it, subscribe it, tell your friends, notify it. You know, all that stuff that shows, hey, we'd like you to keep making these episodes. Because if you don't, I'm not going to make these episodes. There's, I mean, I can listen to myself talk without recording it. So, I mean, I guess I, that might be more efficient. I don't know. It's something to consider. We'll get to it later. We've got a lot of important stuff to talk about today, and it is not pizza-related like our pre-show. Thank you to chat joining us live. But uh, I've got a couple of hosts going to help me go through it. E3 a week away. What do you think, Jason? I, I think we should be a more pizza-related uh, podcast because, for, first of all, think of the sponsorship deals we can get. There are no, like, gumbo restaurants. There's not Gumbo Hut. <laughs> or Dama Gumbos or whatever, you know. Dama if we were Gumbos. a pizza podcast, if this was gaming pizza, we could get all sorts of sponsorships. <laughs> Little Gumbos. <laughs> Little Gumbos, yeah, there you go. Little Gumbos. Also on the line, the uh, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. How are you, sir? What's up, what's up? How, how, Actually, you, uh, how you feeling about uh, pizza? I want a slice now. But you, you I know, know I right? I got a bunch of curry cooking. I want a slice. I know, right? Freaking Mad Martha in chat. Like, oh, show starts. Cool. Five minutes? Yeah, I'm going to go reheat some pizza. And all of a sudden, all of us are like, oh, pizza. <sighs> Want some pizza now. Want some pizza. Little Caesars are bust around here. Like, even the mom and pops, it's it's not great. It's not great. Nah, we, we got a couple of good local joints around here. But, you know, I'm also. Everybody in my house likes Shelly yeah. Pies right near, near us. I can't stand it. You talk about greasy pizza hut. Like, this is actual puddle of grease in the middle. And I'm just like, I'm out. I am out. Anyway, let's talk video games. I mean, it is a gaming podcast. Uh, I mean, E3. There is pizza with gaming, right? Right, right. I know, right? I should we be eating. Slash pizza I should be eating Sabera right now and doing the podcast. <laughs> That's what I should be doing. Uh, E3 schedule has been released. We are one week away from the event. All digital, of course, this year. You can go ahead and apply for your fan passes now. Press passes are done. Now we're on to fan passes. So if you want to get those passes, you can prove your worth through the application process <laughs> of getting an E3 digital pass. Um, it's not like every news channel, including us next week, including anything free to play uh, over on MMOBomb.com. It's not like we won't have it all for you there anyway. But we do have the actual schedule for the four days of events. It's going to be hosted by Alex Goldenboy Mendez, Jackie Ching, and Greg Miller. Obviously, lots of publishers going to be there to showcase stuff, press conferences, panels, the the whole shebang. 
Uh, and it even says special celebrity guest appearances and more. Something tells me that it won't be Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> 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 It'll probably. I'm going out on a limb right now. Prediction sure to go wrong. Here's my first one. That special celebrity appearances, none of them will include Keanu Reeves. That's Keanu's I'm, got his own comic now, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ninja's uh, got his own graphic novel. It, I got it down. Uh, get it right, right here. Right. Oh, you pixelated, oh, so we couldn't see oh, the art. Oh, 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 oh. Any better? Yeah, it's, no. a, it's a little better. Not, no. not okay. It's not great. It's not great. Okay. So it wasn't right. just your hub. It's something else. It's something else. It's okay, something it's else. Okay. <laughs> Answer that question real quick into the show. Yep. All right. So on Saturday, next Saturday. The show kicks off at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern. So we'll probably have, gentlemen, a little bit to talk about. We'll have, like, the marquee opening, you know, keynote stuff and and some things. Uh, obviously, we'll probably then cover the bulk of E3 the following week uh, since we'll have day two, three, and four will happen after next week's show. So plan on that if you're watching and you want to get our takes on E3. Day one, we'll be able to react to most of that, if not all of it, uh, on Gaming Gumbo next Saturday. But the real E3 special, if you want to call it, that would be the following week, um, two weeks from today. So day one will kick off with press conferences from Ubisoft, Gearbox, and a session with GamesBeat. And I got to say, Jason, I was kind of surprised that this was the kickoff lineup. It's not exactly who you, you, you know, like think of, okay, who's going to kick off E3? Gearbox, maybe, but, but like Ubisoft, it's been a rough year to want to marquee <laughs> your event with Ubisoft, I would think, right? They don't care. As long as they bring in the money and the eyeballs, they don't care. And they're not going to mention it at all. Eve Gamer will be there uh, and be like, oh, we had an interesting year. Now, here's all our games. Right. Well, I mean, I'm, like, not, yeah. I'm not foolish enough to expect that they would address it or say something <laughs> or anything. Like, no, absolutely not. And Ubisoft oh, does always have like that big spectacular. They did the marching band one year for Just Dance or something. So they, they have a pretty good opening show. They probably have, is that the one that has Aisha Tyler doing their conferences all the time? I'm not a fan of Aisha Tyler. Like, yeah. I respect her as a performer. I'm just not, I, her comedy just generally, like, I preferred, what was it, John Henson on Talk Soup. When Aisha Tyler took over Talk Soup, I was like, eh, this isn't doing well, you it. You like Sabaro, so all your opinions are true. I do like Sabaro. So. It's the best slice in town. <laughs> it's the best slice in the mall. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gearbox. Probably going to be announcing a few different things that were leaked. Now, these are all reported leaks. We don't know. One of which, of course, a Borderlands spinoff. Yod, I don't think anybody would be surprised if we saw some type of Borderlands thing announced at E3. I mean, they've been you milking three different models uh, <laughs> for a while now. It's time for a spinoff or, or something, right? It don't say. And, uh, oh. Wasn't there some other mention of some other Borderlands thing coming up that, you know, is... We're going to get to that in a second. Jason? Yeah, we're okay. going to get to that one in a second. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah so there's... Because uh, I be actually plenty. have a funny story for you, Jason, on the, the other oh, okay. Borderlands topic. Here's a question that I have on whatever their spinoff thing is. Is it going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store? <laughs> I'm going to go no. 
I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go no. Like they they probably like the money they got off the Borderlands three deal, but when you get into like these side spins, you want the audience to be as big as possible, not the best deal on the exclusive launch. So I would assume that a spin-off of some type would probably go. Again, we're making predictions. They're gonna go wrong. I'll say no to that one, that if it's a Borderlands thing, it would not be EGS exclusive. Do you agree? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yod? Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know what you it would say, be. You know. <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't know what it would be. Uh, the, the According to the a... list that they revealed that was leaked, mm. it's a Borderlands spinoff called Wonderlands mm. and stars Tiny Tina. And yeah, apparently it was first claimed to be in development last month. Then Take Two said it would publish a new Gearbox franchise before April of 2022. And that's where we're at with this one. This but one. is You're a crazy... spinoff a new franchise, really? Yeah, I, I didn't understand how you can claim it's a new franchise either. That's a little weird. That's you a have a crazy weird. question. Battle Royale? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too, but you got you always got to put it in there as a possibility. <sighs> Battle Royale. I can't really oh, man if I got to make a prediction on that one now that you said it I don't know I, I think since this is saying or the at least the oh. leak is saying that it's uh stars a specific character I'm gonna go yeah. with no not a battle royale yeah. and they had a lot of like DLC stuff for Borderlands oh, too. maybe it's just that yeah, really, just like an add-on or whatever so yeah yeah absolutely. maybe spin-off is not quite the right way to put it but whatever yeah well yeah and calling it a new gearbox franchise is even a worse way of putting it <laughs> Uh, Jason Schreier, by the way, does tweet and confirm that these leaks are valid, but what where he differs on these is that you might not see all of these at E3. He He's like, these leaks are real, but I don't know if they're all actually going to be at E3. So this is just kind of speculation on what they, they might show. The other big thing that they might uh, be showing here, according to these leaks, is an XCOM, a new XCOM game, which I, are, you, are either of you XCOM fans? Um, old, old XCOM. Oh, like one it's and two. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have the the recent ones. I'm a big fan of the originals too. Uh, I love the XCOM franchise. Well, I like strategy, tactic type stuff anyway, and and turn based. Although I didn't buy Atlas Rogues, Jason. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, just about all of us didn't buy that. Uh, so I got wow. really excited about this. I was like, sweet, new XCOM. I'm totally on board. They've been doing a great job with them lately, too. And then I was like, ah, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'm interested in this one anymore. Um, because this is gonna, this, this is kind of a weird crossover for me. They're looking at potentially a Marvel XCOM game. A Marvel now, XCOM now game. Now, I was reading the article, and I, I wasn't quite, it wasn't quite, clear how they wrote it? Did they mean like an XCOM Marvel what? crossover or an XCOM style Yeah, game? no, I think what, what they meant character. was a Marvel game in the style of XCOM. Turn-based strategy. Yeah, turn-based yeah, strategy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's fine. I mean, that's, it's it's Marvel. You, you get the characters going, you get a little storyline, and you play it like a turn-based strategy game. I, I don't yeah. see a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I could totally see it being good for, you know, uh, people that really like Marvel and, and are okay right. with that style of game. 
I just totally personally I lost total interest because I was like I don't care enough about the IP. Um, I, yeah, I really? just don't care about the the Marvel characters enough to to warrant buying a sixty dollar XCOM. I'll go play XCOM but instead. You, I was about to say, but you bought the sixty dollar Avengers game, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I did yeah, because I like um, looter shooters enough that I wanted to buy yeah, exactly. that and was okay with the heroes being a part of it. And uh, boy, did I get burned! <laughs> boy, did I get Mike burned! Not gonna happen again. Yeah. Finally, the uh, leak also claims that 2K is going to publish a new action game described as Cthulhu meets Saints Row. Mm. Are they just making that game for Q? Right? <laughs> right? This is literally <laughs> it's like tailor-made for Q. They're marketing right toward, toward her. There. I'm all <laughs> down with Cthulhu stuff. I, I love that that mythos and everything. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Saints Row. I, again, but I'm not a huge fan of GTA. I play those very, very casually, but I do enjoy them when I do play them. So I'm interested. Like you got my eyebrow raised. That's where I'm at on this one, Jason. You got my you got my eyebrow up, and I'm peeking it, at you. But I haven't pre-ordered. What does this do for you? No, yeah, it's not a pre-order. It's. <laughs> It's like we're gonna hear about eighteen. If we if we ever heard if we heard like all the leaks, we hear about eighty three different things that are like, well, that sounds kind of neat, but I don't know if I care that much about it. That's gonna be like eighty. Like I said, about eighty three percent of what we see at E three is gonna be in that same category, probably. Probably, they describe it as an open world sci fi title with supernatural elements. I mean, that's exactly what I think of when you say Cthulhu meets Saints Row. I know as soon as we said that, though, Jason, you're right. Q was like finding dollar bills, pennies, whatever was handy, and just chucking them at her monitor. Raiding the couch. Yeah, absolutely. She was making phone calls, cashing in favors. (laughs) Tearing tearing down the the, the roof and selling off shingles or something. (laughs) The other part of that opening is Ubisoft. Yad, I would expect a lot of this to probably be more elaboration, first off, on the... um, the division kind of timeline that they released that we talked about a few weeks ago with Heartland, the free-to-play version, and the new expansion for Division Two, and the movie and the series and all that stuff. Right. Uh, where else do you think Ubisoft might go? Uh, I mean, they're still involved with the uh, the Mythic Quest TV show, I believe. So they're they might be talking something about that. I think because uh, they're that season's wrapping up soon. Um. I don't know what else they they would be. Uh, I don't think there's anything else new on the horizon for them because you know Division is you know. Well, they got. Big I mean, they right got now. Far Cry Six, but we all know about that. I think they might go a little oh, more in depth. That's with right. That um, one. Is it time there for was, new Assassin's Creed yet? I don't think Assassin's Creed yet, but there is the talk of the uh, Far Cry movie. Um, there's some stuff that came out right. of that, but that's also video game adjacent and not <laughs> directly. Mm-hmm. So they might do a little mention of that, just like with Borderlands and their little thing. Right. Um, so maybe that, but yeah, like, I think it's Assassin's Creed time yet. Um, it's probably going to be mostly Division, which I can't wait to see the TV series stuff tie into that. So do you think we see... see do you think we see let's let's go with some predictions here. I'm going to throw some titles okay. out. Some of them might sound ridiculous, then just answer no. That's fine. Do you think we see an Assassin's Creed of some type, Jason? Not necessarily the next in the main line, but Assassin's Creed there in some way. I think in some way you have to have the, your, one of your premier franchises show up. All right, you say some yes, level. I say yes too. What do you got, Yod? 
Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buck the trend. You know, and say Jason's no. writing these down. I mean, he's gonna. I know he is. He's yeah. gonna come back next week and got it all got <laughs> oh, yeah. my head. Uh, Star Wars. Remember, they picked up that that uh, IP earlier this or uh, in 2020 when it was kind of snagged away from EA. Ubisoft grabbed one of them. Remember? Do we see anything? No, on I don't that remember. Front? But I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I completely blanked that. I I think we we might see something on Star Wars then. I mean, yeah, if they're gonna, yeah, if they did yeah. that, then yeah. Yeah. When yeah, was if, that? If they snagged it. Let me see. I'm, I'm just I'm looking up. up. Ubisoft and Lucasfilm Games announced new story driven. That was in January. Was it? yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll probably see something on that. A little mention. How about uh, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no on that one. Actually, I think. Since they just announced, and I'm getting some echo off of one of the two of you here. Um, since they just announced that partnership in January, I'm going to go with no. They're not ready to announce anything. As a Star Wars nut, I absolutely would love to see them, but I'm going to go with no. Uh, how about Division 3? We talked about them probably elaborating on that timeline. Jason, do you think we see or get teased in some way Division 3? I think not. I think they have all the other stuff going, and they still are making content for Division Two. So I, I'd say no. Yad. Yeah, I think it's Division Two and all the little branches of, of yeah, Heartland. Stuff I think that's a that safe bet. They're connecting. I'm going to agree with both of you. Last one here. This might be a little nuts. Splinter Cell. Hmm. How long has it been since Splinter Cell fans got a fix? Through the Wikipedia. Right? It's been a while, <laughs> trust me. It's been a while. I don't remember the last time. Uh, wow, I 2013? Yourself. Seriously? Jeez. Yup. That's what the future, in the future section of Wikipedia, it says VR games. On September 16th, 2020, is announced a Facebook connected VR version of the game is coming exclusively to the Oculus VR along with an Assassin's Creed game developed oh. by Red Storm Entertainment. So, okay, that could be. That's interesting, yeah. That's That's reasonable. All right, I'll go with yeah. I'll go with yeah. Probably not what I want to see, but I'll say yeah, it'll probably yeah. be there. I definitely don't want to see a VR game. Granted, I don't play Splinter Cell, so I don't care either way. But. Before we leave Ubisoft and Gearbox Entertainment on the Borderlands front, uh, there is a movie being cast. Mm -hmm. uh, Lilith, Tiny Tina, and Claptrap are, are like publicly available as far as who is who now, and a couple others as well. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis tweeting things out that uh, some images and things like that I get this past week for MMO Bomb I've gotten one email per day on, <laughs> on, that is the same exact press release on this from a different representative every single one of them emailing Magic Man at MMO Bomb and addressing it Jason every single one of them has been addressed wow. Jason Every single one of them. Uh, I could All not. Right. I, don't I haven't think, gotten any of these. <laughs> I I don't think I could care less about a Borderlands movie. I am I am so far removed from caring about. I enjoy the Borderlands game. I like looter shooters, so I I'm okay with the Borderlands franchise. I I don't. I, the last thing I want to do is go watch a two hour movie with Jack Black voicing Claptrap. I can't. Yeah. I can't that do was, that. I'm I, not sure about that. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, although I did 
enjoyed the last two Jumanji movies. That was him in it, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I never saw yeah, them. Yeah. I never saw yeah, them. But the Rock I, makes I, everything better. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Rock makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On uh, Sunday, now these ones we have far fewer details, so we'll just kind of get basic thoughts off of everybody here. We've got Microsoft uh, doing their uh, conference with Bethesda. I think we all expect this to primarily be Starfield, right? I mean, isn't that basically confirmed that it's going to definitely be Starfield there? Right, right, right. But I'm talking about this presentation. Like, I can't imagine Dragon Age or... Um, oh, Dragon Age. Uh, Elder Scrolls. Elders, thank you. Elder Scrolls <laughs> Six, like, leaking. And maybe a trailer or, or like, a brief teaser uh, like they've done in the past. But I it, think, like, this entire presentation is going to largely be Starfield. Microsoft has got its Halo stuff, but it's just weird that they're doing this Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. That, you know, yeah, they'll probably show a little bit of Halo Infinite in here, too. I would have, maybe. maybe. I, I'd hope so. I'd hope it they, also depends you know, on if that game's even ballpark. in production anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A ballpark of, you know, if it's coming out this year or not. <laughs> but what we're guaranteed to see. Is yet another version of Skyrim available somehow? Yes, and and, and everything in Beth from Bethesda is it on the Epic Game Store? Only on Microsoft. I'm sure. <laughs> is Skyrim on the Epic Game Store? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have the Epic Game Store. <laughs> I, I was annoyed. I had to boot up Origins on my. Computer. No, it is not. <laughs> so there you go. There's your announcement. There no you results found. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that might be, <laughs> dude. If we peg this one, this show better just like go viral. <laughs> Epic Game Store, Skyrim. <laughs> yes, we'll see. Uh, Square Enix version. also on day two. Now this one we do have a little more detail about. We're not going to go into a lot uh, of detail here. Go watch the Relic Grind that we posted on Thursday, where we kind of reviewed their official. Like they released. Here's what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's probably not all they're going to talk about, but they this is officially from Square. Uh, we're going to get a world premiere of a new game from Eidos Montreal on the Relic Grind. Relic Grind we kind of all speculated that's got to be something Tomb Raider related, right, Yon? I would imagine so. Um, it's 25th I, I anniversary it's about, going on. Yeah, and... it's, it's about time for another one. Yeah, I, I think it's about time for another one. That sound yeah. right to you, Jason? Yeah, probably. An update on Babylon's Fall, which you'd be forgiven if you've totally forgotten about, because the yeah, last I time have. we saw it was like 2018 E3. Uh, so we'll get an update on that one. Details about Marvel's Avenger uh, expansion, Black Panther, War for Wakanda, and uh, updates on upcoming in-game events. So I'm sure that'll please dozens of people. A deep dive. <laughs> so 12 people. You're saying it's going to please 12 people. Right. Literally 12. Right. Uh, go to the go watch the relic grind. We did talk more in depth about that. About confirmed that they're not going to be overhauling the loot system in that game, which I think was nail in the coffin. Uh, for mm -hmm. from my opinion, uh, deep dive on Life is Strange: True Colors and a first look at Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Those have been previously teased in their like their summer showcase streams uh, or whatever they called them. Uh, so we've previously seen that as well. 
I would imagine other things on the docket include probably some nod to N. Walker, right? That we all know right. that that's five or six months away. So, you know, I, I don't know what they would show. Maybe they'll just show the trailer that they showed at, um, at FanFest. Um, Forspoken, Jason? I mean, that's got to come up, right? That has to come up. What is Forspoken? That's their, uh, it used to be Project Athia. Oh, that, that thing. RPG. The, it's supposed to come out in so January. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed I to come out in January. I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, we need to see something about that. That looked cool. Final Fantasy 16. Do you think we get any oh. love there? It's been a while since we. the last time we saw anything new on that was late 2020 with details coming in 2021. This I think at be best we get another pretty trailer or something. Yeah. Those yeah, portions, really by the way, are unconfirmed. We don't know, but the first four. Um, you know, Square always reserves a little something in the back, you know, in in back of their hand to sure. wow yeah. everybody with. Yeah, they too also about, uh, that kind of company. Warner Brothers Games, Back for Blood, and uh, Twenty Four Entertainment are also being featured, uh, as well as the PC gaming show and the Future Games show. So we'll see like a smattering of trailers from all kinds of different people in that one. Uh, what about uh, what what kind of state is Outriders in? <laughs> yeah, so Outriders is having a little bit of a, a rough time right now. There's a couple bugs that they're still trying to get out of it. That I they just said that, can't. Isn't that, wasn't that always the issue? Didn't you yeah, all their I, I really enjoyed the game, and uh, Tark liked it. Kronos uh, played the hell out of it. Uh, I still dabble in it. I, I in fact I just played it like two days ago. Um, was it two days ago? I don't know. Whatever it was. And uh, recently, we'll go with, <laughs> just sure. in case I'm wrong. Uh, so I do enjoy, I, I still do enjoy the game. I haven't had any of like the one-shot damage not counting correctly bugs or inventory missing bugs. So I have you know, maybe a more positive view than many. Um, how's it doing on Steam charts? I'm sure you already looked. Still around, yeah, around 5,000, but that's way down from what it started at when it was like, you know, 40,000 or something its first month. but Yeah, I don't think you can complain with 5,000 people playing a game yeah, that I came mean, out months ago that is basically a single-player yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, didn't you that, think then that might be might be they'd want to announce an expansion or something like that? Uh, I th Well, I, I would say yes, except for the fact that in, I think it was a Twitter discussion they were having with somebody that they they were asked about expansion and they were like we're not worried about that right now we we want to get <laughs> the core experience absolutely the best yeah, playable experience right now so i i don't know i wouldn't surprise me to hear that they're working on one but i don't know if they would be showcasing it at at e3 sure. already sure they want to fine-tune everything that they already have out exactly which is smart yeah Hey, that's smart. Uh, that's 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 good. Even better, fine tune that before you launch. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, there, there is that option. That launch, yeah. But obviously, that didn't happen. So, uh, day three, alongside press conferences from a bunch of indie developers, we'll see Mythical Games, Freedom Games, Razor, and Capcom will take place, uh, as well as a diversity, equity, and inclusion panel discussion from Take Two Interactive throughout the day. Um, okay. Verizon and Intellivision will also be featured along with a session uh, with Venn. 
Uh, honestly, day three, I think is kind of the weakest day for me. Like I am totally not worried about missing something from day three that I can't read in 15 seconds in an article. Uh, <laughs> the only, maybe the only Capcom. Thing I wanna... Yeah, maybe. But what I want to talk about though, is I, I was like, I saw on television there and I was like, what is this 1984? <laughs> What is the deal? Well, apparently they have a Maybe. console in production. Yeah, yeah. The, really? Uh, the, the retro. Amico. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like a. It's supposed to be basically a couch co-op kind of. It doesn't have online gaming or anything like that. It's supposed to be a couch co-op kind of gaming platform for. Ideally, for like kids and families and whatever. Which, of course, you wouldn't have wanted to launch that last year because no one was going to get together. But right. it makes a little sense. It's something they're going <laughs> to do. It makes sense that they're going to do that this year. It says, "I." Well, it says release date of uh, controller October tenth, twenty twenty one. So, yeah, whatever. Maybe the I would hope that means the actual console comes out as well. But yeah, so that's probably what they're going to be maybe talking the, about then. Maybe the controller is the console. Yeah, and you also I'll have the, that Atari Stadia, yeah. thing coming out too. <laughs> that, that what is that? The uh, reboot of the Atari console that's been supposed to launch every oh, yeah. six months for like the last two years now. What about and, the O box? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I bet it'll never die. <laughs> I, I am interested to see the diversity, equity, and inclusion panel because I like if I had to book somebody to do that, I don't know if Take Two Interactive would have been the the company I booked for that. Like, no, I, not that they have like any of the problems that we've we've talked about with some other companies or anything like that. They don't have <laughs> Ubisoft or Riot Games type scandals or, that are known or anything like that. Well, uh, I'm just more like, do you really pick a company that big? to come in and lecture on diversity and inclusion and things like that. Like I would have liked to, I, I think I would have liked to have seen that handled with the indie developers in this context um, when you're mm. talking about an E3 presentation. Uh, because I've, Take Two's games... Like to, Go ahead. I, I'd like to see both actually on the panel Oh together. no, I definitely I, want I mean, to see big company representation, but I don't right. want to see big companies do this presentation at a big company sponsored event. No. That's no, my no. thing. This is all okay, supported yeah, yeah. by the ESA. Right. I, I right, don't want right, to right, see right. Blizz or Take Two have the nerve right. to get on stage and talk diversity on their own platforms under right. their own rules. You know. Right. Okay, I, I see what you I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway. But yeah. Day three, I'm not worried about missing, personally. Capcom interests me because we might see something Resident Evil related. Um, but yeah. Uh, and the final day, of course, the big one there is the Nintendo Direct and Treehouse Live. Then we're going to see Bandai Namco, Eureka Games, and GameSpot. Uh, and then it'll finish off with the rewards or the awards. I will definitely want to check out Nintendo's Direct. Uh, the tree houses, I, I, you know, I kind of lose interest in the tree houses. I know, Jason, you like the tree houses. I leave it on, but that's about the extent of it. Let's <laughs> see if anything interesting happens. Bandai Namco, I am definitely interested uh, for a couple of reasons, like on MMO Get Bomb. Get that Unleashed news. <laughs> on MMOBomb.com. Uh, that's not Bandai Namco. That's NeoWiz. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Bandai Namco for MMOBomb.com. Maybe we'll see some Blue Protocol news. Um, looking forward to Blue Protocol. And uh, on the not free-to-play front, uh, Scarlet Nexus is, like, right around the corner, and I definitely yeah, want to yeah. see some more about that. Any of these, like, day three, day four thoughts that you have, Jason, you want to lock a prediction in here on any of these? 
<laughs> I, already, I already predicted the Amico, the Intelligent Amico. They're going to announce it. There we go. That's not a prediction. What do you mean it's not a prediction? So is day three, day four, like, for you the same thing? Like, yeah, just yeah, less interesting? Oh, yeah. When, when, when are, like, uh, when's, like, Sony doing their thing? Sony's not there. They're not, yeah, they're, they're, not doing, they're, they're not even doing a thing at all. No, they're they're doing oh, their okay. own event. Yeah, they're, that's what I mean. Their own event. That's what I mean. Of, they just did a state of play. Uh, yeah, like that's a, true. Right? We talked about it last week uh, with Mike B on the show, and then yeah, the, but I barely remember do, that. I'm sure they're going to have something coming up, but yeah, they're not at E3 this year. They backed out, and I was just going to ask that. Do you feel the presence of Sony missing here? Because I kind of look at bit. day three I mean, and yeah, four, and I'm like, yeah. I look at day three and four, and I'm like, you you guys probably could have just made this three days and called oh, this, yeah. called it done on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they're one of the major console manufacturers. If they're not there, that's that's a big deal. But we've seen that in the past, too. With... I mean, not there as in not even doing a thing anywhere. You know right, right, I mean? right, right. Yeah, because you, you normally want to showcase one console manufacturer a day, and, you know, it it's that big thing during that day. And if you're missing one, then... You know, you might as well cut a day because you can shove everything else <laughs> into that <laughs> other day. Well, and then Microsoft condensed theirs with Bethesda. Right. So it's like right. the other one of the big three has gone ahead and basically said, we're going to share the stage with somebody this year. Bethesda was getting smaller. Remember, we were made fun of their, their individual show like for years now. So I don't yeah, know. that's true. Yeah. That's true. It was just another announcement. Fallout 76. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, so final prediction on E3 then. At the Nintendo Direct, Jason, do we get a Breath of the Wild sequel announcement? I'm going to go with no, just because what everybody wants. And they're just going <laughs> to screw us. Yod? I'm going to say yes. I think I'm going to go with they Yod. they got to do it sometime. Yeah, they I think I'm going to go with sometime. Yod. And they already teased that they will have more to share later this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to go with yes on this one. Uh, I think we'll get an announcement. Now, I don't know, you know when that a release date would be, but... Um, right. All right, so E3. I I think there's more and more a case for E3 to no longer be a thing uh, as we keep going. Don't read it like E2. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did change the name. Let me ask you this. Do either of you, we covered this, do either of you remember what they changed the name to? Oh. They changed what E3 stands for, remember? Experience it was the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Expo. Yeah, it's, it's no longer Expo. Is that it? You don't remember? No, I don't. Uh, experience. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Experience, yeah. 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 Experience, yeah. experience of Expo. Ooh. Oh, it's still, ooh. Ooh. It still yeah. says Expo on the Wikipedia page. Let's and the website is www.e3expo.com. So did they well, really yeah, change it? They, they, so now they it's the, the <laughs> now it's the, the Electronic and Entertainment Experience Expo. <laughs> experience Expo. So it's E4. Yeah, it's E4. <laughs> it's E4. Rebranding. E4. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, so let's cover one thing and then we'll hit some miscellaneous news and we'll wrap it all up here. Um, last week with Mike B uh, on the show again. Thanks to Mike B for appearing. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked a little bit about Knockout Cities, 
the dodgeball, you know, comp uh, competitive game that was multi-platform and had just released that week. And we talked about it being free until May 30th if you wanted to check it out. Uh, brought it back this week for two reasons. One, to just kind of update those uh, watching that may have heard that last week, they changed that free trial. Uh, it is now unlimited. It's unlimited. Um, you can play as long as it takes you to get to street rank 25, so level 25. Um, and then you will no longer progress. So, But it's unlimited. You could go play it now, go do it tomorrow. doesn't matter. I've played for three or four hours. I think I'm like level four or five. You you start opening up different you know leagues at five and different modes at level 10. So there's plenty of freeness there for you uh, to go and experience and check out the game. I also wanted to bring it because I played it just to check it out for the show. I wanted to bring it back. I had Jason install it. I had Yod install it and play it. One of the things I want to try on the show sometime is doing like things with uh groups like this where it is 3v3 the core mode so was gonna have all three of us play live while we gave our thoughts of the game we did not have time to test yod's camera and gaming right. at the same time uh but that is something that we're gonna look at doing in other shows if you think that would be interesting and you would like to see that like when we have the chance to do that bring a game all three of us play it together um and, and kind of give you our reactions on having played it that week and, and playing it for the show. Uh, let us know in the comments below if you would like to see that type of content, like a, I guess a live first look, giving our thoughts from playing it that week. Yeah. But yeah, let us know in the comments below. I surprisingly enjoyed the hell out of this. Now it is a little knacky uh, when you first pick up the controls. Um, and learning how to curve the ball and dodge and catch and all that stuff. I found myself in the tutorial kind of like, oh my God, it's gonna take me an hour to remember where all these controls are. Then you jump into a match and it kind of just flows. At least mm -hmm. it did for me. Like the tutorial, I was like, okay, B does this and A does this and Y does this and bumper, bumper, trigger, trigger. Okay, it does this and this and this. And then if I'm holding the joystick, it does this and this and this but they're teaching it to you one little thing at a time. Then you play a match or two and you're like, oh, these are actually kind of intuitive um, based on where directionals and where they go. I really enjoyed the hell out of this. I thought it was so cool to turn yourself into a ball and let your teammates <laughs> pick you up and throw you at targets or power you into an ultimate so that you could control where you were gonna go and explode. The different types of dodgeballs that give different type of abilities. I thought this was kind of hokey and dumb when I first saw it on Twitter a while ago. Uh, I played it and I, I haven't bought it yet. I have not pulled the trigger on buying it yet. I'm still gonna play it some more first though. And I think that's a good thing though, Jason, cause I do wanna play it some more. What did you think? I remember when I first showed this, when they, they showed it off and the thing of a while ago, you were like, yeah, whatever. I was, <laughs> I was. Yeah. You were all like thumbing your nose up at it, but yeah. I played it too, and I kind of agree with you. I think there's a lot there, and I still think I need uh, a little more time. I played two matches, one, one, lost one. Definitely need some more time to get myself more accustomed to the controls because yeah. there, there's enough variety there. That you have a lot of different options, but it does take a little while to get used to them. Worst part for me is the last game I played with my controller was uh, uh, near Automata, so I keep wanting to use R2 to dodge. <laughs> yeah, use L2 dodge. to the left trigger, left trigger to, to 
catch the ball instead. But so I did do a little button spammy at times. But yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I could I could definitely see it filling that kind of Rocket League-ish niche too. A yeah, it is very PvP sportsish game. Yeah, it is very in the spirit of a game like Rocket League when you start looking at the competitive aspects of it. And just a bajillion cosmetics and stuff like that with the option to oh, yeah. buy for cash if you want to, but you also farm it in game. There's a couple unique things I thought they were doing with the battle pass. Go check out the free to play cast uh, that Jason and I did this Friday on MMOBomb.com because we talked about this there, even though it's not technically free to play. Uh, but we thought their trial thing was neat. Yod, what what happened? I made you play this, and you were like, wait a minute, why are we even talking? Literally, our conversation in Discord was like, is news that slow that we're going to talk about Knockout City? And I was like, no, not really, but we did mention it last week. There's been changes to it, and I really enjoyed it, and I want to see if you guys do too. But so, Yod, after your initial surprise of me asking you to play it, what did you think? I, I hopped into it. Um, at first, I had some uh, graphic driver issues. Apparently, I've never updated the graphic drivers on this Surface because <laughs> I haven't really played any games on it. <laughs> it's for drawing. But anyways, um, I did have fun. It, it, it is a fun game. I do suck at it. <laughs> but it, it is kind of fun playing dodgeball and running around, you know, tossing balls at people and not knowing where the enemy is is kind of interesting because on, on uh, PvP games I'm used to having some kind of radar so that that was a little interesting yeah no um, map yeah yeah, yeah at, at first uh, I tried playing with the keyboard and that didn't work so well this is definitely a controller game oh 100% so, yeah so I had to grab the uh, Xbox One controller and plug it in and then it was you know a l quite a bit better in it, it was fun like I said it's fun but uh I'm gonna read you a steam review uh just to help you out if you are on the fence yeah. on this one from uh, shark blood uh I just gravitate towards games with a lot of ball action <laughs> something about mastering the ball handling and improving my ball skill performance just hits home with me Call me a lover of balls if you want, but if so, if you sometimes find yourself desiring fun ball play, give this game a chance. Nice. We should have Mike nice. B on for this week. <laughs> balls in your mouth and everything. Uh, yeah, actually, I was I'm stunned, Jason, because I know you looked at this and you were like, "That could be neat," and I was like, "Please, don't bring this to my attention." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's great. And, and now I'm like, oh, I might fucking give you $20 to own this game. I don't know yet. I still play a lot yeah, of Rocket it... League, so that might fill that itch enough for me. We'll see. We'll see. Let's regroup next week and see if we've played it at all. If any of the three but of us have played it. 20 bucks isn't bad, is the thing no, for, for a game like no. this. 20 bucks isn't bad. It's not well, like it's a $60. Well, it's, game. They're doing kind of like the same thing I could see I, that Rocket League did, right? It was like $20, yeah. $25, right. and then eventually they took the price tag off, and hey, they already had a free to play model. That's right. kind of like the path I see this. I just don't see it going a few years like Rocket League did before it does that. I kind of think that they're going to yeah, go the free-to-play route a little faster than that. It's going to be quicker. Uh, all right, some miscellaneous news before we check out of the show today. Uh, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Jason uh, sent a picture because last week, if you remember, if you were here and watching, and we appreciate that, and especially if you decided to come back this week, 
Uh, we were showing a picture of a news article in which uh, we were talking about the topics, the, the games in the article, but the picture looked like it was actually the late Princess Diana selling computers. Like, the clerk in the picture looked exactly like them. So Jason, to one-up that, uh, has supplied us with this, Jason. And, and if you could explain to our viewers who might not uh, be internationally uh, aware of things, what, what is going on in this image here from this past uh, couple of months? Hang on, let me get the exact title right here. I want to make sure I get this. Uh... Okay, the Chancellor. Yes, that is it, Angela it, Merkel. It is Angela Merkel, yes. Angela, Angela the, the Chancellor of Germany, the actual world leader of Germany, playing farming simulator at a convention. At Gamescom, in fact, yeah, in, yeah, in Germany. Well, yeah, hey. really, so apparently, apparently, pretty simulators are really big in Germany. Especially. She's not selling anything. No, <laughs> she's not selling anything. So we have the English selling yeah. things in pictures. We have uh, leadership in Germany enjoying some farming simulator. I do love the two uh, employees that are just smiling up a storm. Like, look at that. Right? <laughs> it's like when, when, they're when, like, I, when I They're like, this is going to make such a great picture. This is going to make such a great picture. Dude, we're getting bonuses. We're getting bonuses. I got to ask this question, though. Who the hell plays a simulator game demo at a convention? Really? You got to know what you're getting into. Oh, like, yeah, because you can totally understand what you're getting into with a good simulator game in the 10 minutes you have to check out. You're driving a big the... tractor. What else do you need to know? <laughs> you got to know if it you know, actually simulates how farming works. You know? <sighs> I can't even finish that. <laughs> Both are out of your damn Sorry. minds. Both are out. I would go to a convention that's no. nothing but simulator demos. Yeah. Okay. Mad Martha is true. Goat Sim you can get in five minutes. I understand. <laughs> I stand corrected. Mad Martha, you are absolutely right. On the oh, other okay. side of our behind-the-scenes Discord chat, Yod, the resident artist, decided, hey, I want to talk about Dark Horse instead. And so I put them both in the show. What the hell is going on <laughs> with Dark Horse comics that you want to bring it onto a video game show? I mean, Dark Horse is in cahoots with a few, a few uh, gaming companies. They have produced a few uh, comics related to video games like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, uh, can't think right now. Dragon Age. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did Witcher and, and stuff too, didn't they? They, they also do um, really good art books. I've got the Mass Effect one sitting over here, but I'm of afraid if I reach over there... Of course it, you do. But I'm afraid if I reach over there, my camera's going to fuzz <laughs> out again. So I'm going to leave move. it over there. No sudden uh, movements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do really, really nice art books. Yeah, okay. And, and, so and why did you want me to put these like in that. the notes for a video game show? Actually, you put those in the notes for a video game show, but apparently... You linked it article, to me, sucker. Did I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Dark Horse. You put is it in actually... Ready Check's chat a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> apparently, Dark Horse is getting into making video games. Oh, that could be interesting. That could be Hopefully, interesting. they they're working it better than how they handle. They're warehouses, though, because if you want any back issues from them, you're not finding it. They well, have every no idea comic, what they have every in their warehouse. Publisher, practically. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, yes and no. They don't have. They have no idea 
what stock they have is the problem, or if, or where to find it, which warehouse it's in, if they even have it. <laughs> so, I think, I think the coolest part of this, if they're able to pull it off, though, Jason, is right. I think the coolest part here is that they're looking to actually do games for smaller entities, right? Bringing their comics and stuff mm. to the video game space rather than what they've, you know, as Yod pointed out, what they've normally done. Okay, let's make oh, it, yeah. take Dragon Age and make it a comic, take The Witcher and make it a comic. They're looking to, like, create games based on franchises that really don't have, like, everybody watching them, which I think is kind of oh, yeah. cool. They can't make a Dragon Age yeah. game. Right, right, right. <laughs> Someone else is doing that. But yeah, I mean, and that would be really cool. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see a Hellboy game out. You know, if some, you know that, if they can that, work that's that what out. I read. Someone said, I read some one of the responses to that they were like, "Yeah, they mentioned Hellboy in the article. That's the only one they have." Yeah, <laughs> right. Because um, and that that is once again that stems from their inability to figure out if they have the backstock or not. Like uh, Usagi Ojimbo, which was long yeah. time on Dark Horse, they jumped ship because. You know, if you can't, if you don't know if you've actually got that stock in stock, how are you going to make me money? <laughs> but they're apparently still doing some stuff for them, like some compilations. So that would that, that would be a pretty cool game. Q you saying, honestly, cool we don't know what of what we link in chat anyone's going to actually care about anyway. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> All right, a couple more here. I actually, I saw this as it was happening, and initially I thought it was somebody joking on Twitter. Uh, and then a few hours later, found out this wasn't a joke; it was real. And then a little later, saw the apology. So I I watched this one personally unfold in real time. Okay, Injustice Two, uh, the fighting game, uh, particularly the mobile Injustice Two mobile, um, came under fire a little bit this past week. And if you don't know why, it's uh, because for their Pride Global Challenge to celebrate Pride. Uh, they asked its players to beat the piss out of a well-known LGBT plus character. <sighs> uh, Poison Ivy from, you know, the Batman series. Who, yes. by the way, is officially in canon through tweets on the DC Comics account, is was described as bi, and that her and Harley yes. Quinn were in a romantic relationship. So it's not even yes. like viewers kind of thought Poison Ivy was by or, or anything like that. No, it is... Well, you know, it's, viewers insisted that they were, and then, the, and then DC higher-ups went, that's a good idea, and ran with right. it. Like, so, <laughs> like five or six years ago, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. but it goes back 25 years to the old animated show, but whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So <sighs> this was actually on their Twitter, Global Pride Challenge Day Update. Together, you've taken down Entangled Poison Ivy 175,000 times. Keep up the great work, heroes. Defeat Poison Ivy 225,000 more times to unlock the first reward tier. Now, this was literally done as a Pride Global Challenge event as well. This wasn't just unfortunate timing on a stupid side event a mobile game had to be was running. This was their Pride Global challenge the other two challenges i bet you're really wondering what these were right a little bit <laughs> uh the first other one was uh just some new gifts for logging in each day of the week and the other one 
you got some hero shards uh, in that one. And the second event was a sale in the game store. Mm. This one beat the piss out of our buy character. Of course, this led to an apology, which is just as awkward as you can imagine that it probably <laughs> is. Uh, we recognize associating our latest global challenge with pride was insensitive and inappropriate. Real-life violence against the LGBTQIA plus community and women within that community in particular is all too common, and we should actively engage in efforts to end LGBTQIA plus violence not normalize it. We apologize to the greater community, but especially LGBTQIA plus members. We're committed to listening and doing better. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're committed to listening and doing better because you have to listen to not, to be, to be able to parse the idea that maybe encouraging your players to beat your bi character 400,000 times might not be the best set way to celebrate pride. Right. Are you kidding me? We're listening and trying to get better. Go eat a dick. Anyway. No, I've forgotten it. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, no, I've forgotten it was in a week. Apparently she's also a playable character, so they could have easily yeah, yeah, yeah. just went, you know, use this character X amount of times to do this. Yeah, but she's probably like in a loot box. You have to open three fifty <laughs> times. So, yeah. uh, uh, uh. Oh my, oh god. my god! Unreal! Jesus. Unreal! Like absolutely unreal. I thought it was a joke initially. Like I thought somebody doctored no, an image no, it and it was not. you know made it look like their Twitter and then retweeted mm -hmm. that you know that image. And I was like, uh, that's really in poor taste. But I just moved on. Right? I was like, whatever. Uh, and then, like, two hours later, I was like, oh, shit, they're actually doing that. What is wrong with them? Uh, and then a while later, the apology came. I was just, <sighs> whatever. Jason, you want to get paid to play games? I thought I was doing that already. Uh, well, how about paid more? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frontier Bundles is offering $2,000 right now, 1000 each for a pair of friends. So you and a friend each get a grand. Oh, uh, well, that's I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if you're willing to play 21 hours of video games together and report back on your experience. Why? They want to know, Yacht, if people play video games better when they do it themselves or with someone I on their side that they don't want to disappoint, like a, I a, a could friend. I, I could tell them that right now after playing Destiny for so long, which Destiny 2, you know, my favorite game, and I hate it. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's much better with friends. There, can you give me the money now? No, it's not much better. It's your performance. That's what they want to know. Yes. Like, do you yes, perform better in the game? My performance is much better with friends. I don't. I perform better when I'm alone because Actually, I'm, like, so worried. I'm like, Jason's going to make fun of me in this first look. I got to miss. I don't miss. Oh, don't yeah. miss. Fuck, I missed. I missed. I know. It I depends on the game play. mode. If if it's PvP and they're on my team, yeah. yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing better that way. If Whereas it's... if I played Overwatch with Mike, it would absolutely tank my rating. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Well, I mean that that has nothing to do with us working together or playing solo. It would be a horrible KDR. Uh, you can apply uh, at FrontierBundles.com until June 18th, and if the one grand for each of you uh, isn't enough, 
two sets of winners from anywhere in the U.S. that they pick to do this. You don't have to play together in person, and they're going to send you a swag bag with a Nintendo Switch Lite, access to modern video game favorites and retro video game classics, as well as snacks. And so you're going to get a whole swag bag if you want to do it. They're only looking for two pairs. Two pairs. So you have to be in the U.S. So I mean, but yeah, for has a, to be you know, a thousand dollars, Martha, you could fly Martha over. Is and, out. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fly over to the U.S. That'll be less than a grand. You know, yeah. you just play for 21 hours, you head back. There you go. Uh, Nintendo won a $2.1 million lawsuit against ROM Universe's owner. Yep. A $2.1 million lawsuit. Yep. Now, this has been going on for a while. In the last couple of years, Nintendo has very aggressively been going after some long-running ROM sites. I'm not going to give their names, but we probably all know them. <laughs> um... Now the the one that this one that we're talking about uh, as far as ROM universe goes, this was filed way back in 2019. The site has since been shut down. The owner of the site, Matthew Storman, chose to defend himself in court without an attorney, and kind of tried to argue that the site is legal in the eyes of the law because I never personally put any of the ROMs there. But not only was that kind of deemed you're not telling the truth because in previous depositions you said you did upload ROMs, but because you were selling a subscription to take away the, the buffer time and all of that stuff, you were profiting on this uh, situation and shutting down the site was not enough. Nintendo wanted a lot of uh, money here. They wanted like 15 million in the original the court said the site isn't wow. damaging you anymore, but you are <laughs> awarded two point one million. So that's a lot of yeah. money from yeah, a single a individual who mm -hmm. decided. Like you, absolutely, I guess, Jason, have the right to defend yourself in court if you want to in the United States. Uh, however, I don't think the best time to get funky with that stuff is when Nintendo is the one suing you. No, don't do that crap, kids. Just don't. It's never don't. a good time to represent yourself. Well, no, not that part. Well, that, that's stupid too. But still, just don't, don't try to rob from Nintendo. Just don't. Well, there, there is that too. There was a. Or any they other actually shut a dealer's room down at a convention I was at because uh, somebody in there was selling bootlegs. And. They, they shut the entire room down until they figured out who it was and then had that That's every, con removed. every convention should be shut down then <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> well if you invite down. Nintendo there you better vet your dealers to make sure they're not selling but bootlegs do not represent yourself <laughs> when you're getting sued in a yeah. multi-million dollar lawsuit by Nintendo <laughs> if Billy Mitchell sues you go ahead represent yourself go ahead represent yourself if, if I he, sue you, go ahead. Yeah, if Jason sues you, go ahead and represent yourself because he's going to be representing himself too. Yeah. Last is, up, is I put like this in here just Judy? because of, of Jason and his love of things being delayed due to COVID. IGN wow. wrote an article this past week, why game delays have gotten worse in 2021, and it's not just because of COVID with the sub-headline, game release dates were always hard to get right, but now 
It's Almost Impossible, written by Matt T.M. Kim. Uh, I sent this to the, the, the crew here just to get their takes on it because after reading it, I thought it didn't answer its own headline uh, in any <laughs> way whatsoever. It says a lot of stuff that I'm sure all of you have already like been able to infer, right? COVID doesn't help. Budgets don't help. Uh, marketing, you know, they don't want to delay things because marketing and distribution and all this stuff is impacted by that. You can burn retailers if you need <laughs> proof. See the Sega Saturn. Uh, and, and a bunch of like just Jason I, I don't know the article normally I bring an article on here and I'm like you got to go check this article out they did a really nice job with it I, I'm not a big fan of the site but this this, this article I was like I, I went back to look at the headline to just see if it was a <laughs> did I misread it and it was just like reasons games might be delayed uh, generic reasons why delaying a game is not a good thing but no, it was like, why game delays have gotten worse in 2021, implying that they have gotten worse and there is a specific reason this year. And it's not just because of COVID. And then it literally just addresses the most common sense last 30 years type things. I, I don't know. But I thought you would get a kick out of it because you're sick of everybody blaming COVID. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who read that article and was kind of confused <laughs> by it. Because not only that, but they spent like half of it mentioning COVID. It's like, well, yeah, and talking about percentages of productivity lost yeah, for having yeah. to resort to home, but they bring Yoshi P in it. He wasn't interviewed for it. They're just quoting him from some other sources. From another interview on the same side, IGN. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's wow. That, but that, the, 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 other, the other thing that I, I get at, too, that, that bugs me, it's not just COVID, but when, when a game is delayed, what's, what's, the, what's the reason we're here for it? Guys, Making games is hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. I know. So is everything. <laughs> so is life, son. I mean, Let me tell that, you a little I'm, bit about it. For you, I get it's not as simple as, you know, as a lot of people like think it is, but yeah, it is. Let me. You don't hear When a movie is delayed, you don't hear the director going, you know, we want to get this out by this holiday season, but making movies is hard. Making <laughs> games is hard, huh? Oh, Let yeah. me tell you a little bit about making this game. That one wasn't hard. That was easy. <laughs> and it came out on time. Although I will say, one of the things they talk about too, and like um, talking about like getting your, your supply lines, your shipments out, and whatever, that was a thing in the CG world. Is oh, yeah. Kind it's of a huge thing right now, by the way. All these well, games are having a hard time. Well, especially back when there were 83 CCGs coming out and the, the printers only had so much space. You had to reserve your two week window or whatever for printing and, and bundling or whatever. Right. And if you didn't yeah. make that, you had another three, four, five months before you could get in again. So. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy TCG just had Opus 13 delayed and then was delayed for a month just in the in the West here in the United States. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, I mean, they're all having a hard time of it right now, keeping those distribution lines. Prismind, uh, go and buy up all the 24 CCG you can. <laughs> I think Prismind meets misses the 24 title. show, not the 24 <laughs> trading card game. This is a no. brick of starter decks, by the way. <laughs> I did not even you know realize that was a CCG. Yeah, I, 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 I got to mail this to Jason that so that he can autograph it right here. There you go. Yeah. Right there. I'll put it right there. Well, not there because I'm going to rip off the plastic then. Right, I'm not going to 
fucking think I'm going to open it for them, but that is yeah, super no. valuable. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Value. I'm going to tell you a funny story about this one. <laughs> this super valuable. I owned the 24 card game. I had a starter deck and maybe a couple booster packs or whatever because uh, Damina and I loved the show. So we wanted to play the game. We were like, it's probably not good, but we'll play it. This was long before I knew who Jason Winter was. Um, yeah. I mean, this is well before, obviously, Game Breaker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. back when 24. So <laughs> I found mine, and they were loose, and they were laying around, and I realized I don't have the box anymore. And I wanted to get the box and put it back there just to, to jab Jason a little bit and have it in the background as a nice little homage to him. Okay, Jason was one of the lead designers, though. On the CCG, not on the show. Of the CCG. Of the CCG. Of the CCG. He's one of the two lead designers. So I went online and I was like, I'm just going to order a starter deck so that I have a box. I can have it in the background. It'll be a nice little homage to, to Jason's past in, in the backdrop here too. And so I go online and I order one and it was like, I, I go to eBay and or Amazon. It was like seven bucks. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Seven bucks for a box starter, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just want one. It was one starter, you know, basic oh, training starter, starter okay. seven bucks. They ship it. The package comes and I'm like, why is the box that big? It's because for $7, I got a brick of starter decks, <laughs> not just one starter deck. Now I went back and looked to see if maybe I misread the description or anything. I didn't misread the description. It said one basic training starter deck. And they said, so I have a feeling that whoever was shipping them on T on uh, Amazon was like, oh my God, somebody ordered one. Send them a fucking brick. Get these the hell out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sent me a brick of six. I paid $7 plus shipping. You can include the yeah, inventory. Or or we burned that. them. All of them, all of them are the same, though, right, Jason? There was like no variance between the, uh, the basic. I think we training. had like a, I think there was like the the basic part, and then we had a booster pack inside as well. The, oh, the really? actual decks were the same, I think. Expand your collection. Look for first edition booster packs available to twenty or two thousand seven. Each basic training box contains everything you need to begin. Two twenty-four card decks, game rules, special directive cards, bonus elite cards, and two foils exclusive to this product. You can crack okay. one open and begin playing with your friends in minutes. And then it just advertises the Day Zero tactical packs and first edition boosters. Okay. So I would think that they're all the same. Yeah, probably. Let's go do uh, Game of the Week, gentlemen. What do you think? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it to 24, the trading card <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm actually going to give it to Knockout City. I enjoyed it. Quite a bit, and I think you have nothing to lose by going to try and play it. It is free to level 25. It is cross-platform. It's on basically everything. I'm playing it on Steam. If you like that type of you know wacky competitive, but there is a skill-based ceiling on it. If you like, if you you know Rocket League that type of thing, I'm all for it. It's my game of the week. Go check it out. What you got, Jason? So I'm, I'm kind of sad that I didn't do this. Uh... Uh, last week when Mike was on, but a couple, few months ago, he uh, tweeted out that he was going to stream uh, Unfortunate Spacemen, yeah. which is a game you and I have played a little bit. And yeah, on MMO. I got in on that. I got in on that and played a few rounds with him, and it's, in case you don't know, it's it's like Among Us, in that you have to figure out who the bad guy is. In this case, you're all space space, space uh, men on a station or whatever, 
and there's an alien that's going to be disguised as a spaceman. He can like become an alien and go kill people and whatever. So it's really cool. It's it's more of a it's, like I said, it's like Among Us with more guns, basically. And it's like <laughs> a 3D guns. game, so it's not like a little little mobile type game. So pretty cool to play. And uh, in case you're wondering, it it came out or it was developed. Maybe not before Among Us came out, but before Among Us was a big deal. So it's not like copying it. It was it was more original than that. Although yeah. the whole concept comes from the old like uh, Werewolf or Secret Hitler games, whatever. But you know, yep. So it, it's pretty cool. It's it's something. It's free to play, so it's definitely worth checking out if you can get a get a few friends or even just uh, jump in the public lobbies and see what you can do. What you got, Yod? You're going up against uh, Knockout City and Unfortunate Spacemen. Remember, viewers, you got to let us know in the comments which one of the three of us gives the best recommendation here for Game of the Week. Well, you guys talking on Relic Grind this week had me thinking about Parasite Eve, oh, so I'm going to yeah. go with Parasite Eve. <laughs> you can't go wrong it with Parasite Eve. One of my favorite, favorite games on PS1. That needs a remaster. It really does. That was the point that I made on the Relic yeah. Grind, yeah. We were talking about... sequels too, right? We were t- yeah. Oh, yeah. Had, yep. There's three of them. I don't, think I, played, I don't think I played those, just the original. Yeah, we were talking I, I last week's two. The Relic Grind on Thursday, which is on YouTube, was all about our different favorite Final Fantasy stuff, and we did live reaction polls with our chat, and they could chime in um, with their like favorite mainline game, favorite hero, all that stuff. And one of the questions in the poll that everybody was taking was the series that needs to be remastered or rebooted the most, and mine was Parasite Eve. Uh, yeah, so definitely. you got the original Parasite Eve from Yod. You've got Unfortunate Spaceman from Jason. You got Knockout City from me. Let us know in the comments on readycheckradio.com or underneath the YouTube video which gave the best recommendation for the week. And if you've got a game you want to recommend to us, go ahead and throw it down there as well. Chat, don't go anywhere. Right after this show, we, of course, go live with another streamer. Tonight it's Torchwick. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. What about you? Ah, you know, I'm here. I'm here. Are we are we continuing Resident Evil on games older than me? You're only allowed to play games that came out before you were born. Right now you're doing Resident Evil 1 on the PlayStation. Are we going to finish it today? I don't know. I feel like there's not a lot left, but I, I've never played it before. That's part of the appeal. So there could be seven hours. There could be two. Do we have a backup in case you do, you do beat it? Uh, if if I do beat it in like an hour and a half or something, I need to fill in. I do have some NES games that we can run through. Oh, just have like a, a smorgasbord mixed kind of bag yeah. at the end of the stream. Oh, that'd be cool. I, I always have like eight or ten in case things go awry. Cool, cool. Chat, hang tight. Torchwick will go live right after this show. Uh, after the post show, we'll go dark for 20 seconds, relabel it, and bring it back up. We, of course, will be back next Saturday, 7 p.m., with another episode of Gaming Gumbo. Gumbo. Don't miss Snowbound, our Blizzard podcast, Tuesdays at 7 p.m., and the Relic Grind, our Square Enix Final Fantasy 14 podcast, on Thursdays at 7 p.m. And then, of course, we'll give you our day one wrap-up next Saturday evening from E3 and see how many of our initial predictions were sure to go wrong. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook. For a little while longer, we're still delving into Diablo 3 on Thursdays with Faye, here on Raycheck Radio, and of course here on Gaming Gumbo on Saturdays. Jason? I find me on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter, and also streaming here on 8 p.m. or whenever uh, Snowbound is done on Tuesday. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, 
and we'll let you know every time we go live with a show or a streamer. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.